Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode 294, and we're in a series right now going through the book of Habakkuk. Today is the fifth day of our Habakkuk study, and we find ourselves in chapter number two. If you listened yesterday, we talked about the Lord answering Habakkuk and saying, listen, I'm about to give you the vision, write it, make it clear, know that it's in my timing, under my control, and know that the righteous will live by faith. You have to trust me that I'm in control. Then he gives the rest of this vision, and here's what he says to Habakkuk. We're in Habakkuk 2, verses 5 through 20 today. I know that's a lot of verses. We're not going to read all of them, but this is the woes to the Chaldeans. So this is God saying, here is this woe or this clear word that I'm about to do something, and here's what I'm going to do. So his first phrase as he's jumping into this, he says in verse number five, moreover, wine is a traitor an arrogant man who is never at rest. His greed is as wide as Sheol. Like death, he has never enough. He gathers for himself all nations and collects all his own people. Now he's talking about the Chaldeans. And he says, listen, I've re- I've realized something. Habakkuk says, I've realized that alcohol is their problem. They are addicted to alcohol and it is an issue. It throws away all of their inhibitions. It throws away all of their sensibility. It makes them a dangerous people. And so then he begins in verse number six, and God begins to explain these woes or these areas that he's going to punish the Chaldeans. He first deals with in verses six through eight, he talks about their crimes or they the things they do that are illegal. It says this, uh, shall not these take up their turn against them with scoffing and riddles for him and say, woe to him. There's the first woe who heaps up what is not his own for how long and loads himself with pledges. That word pledges is translated a couple of different ways. You may have a translation that says thick clay or um, the weight of debts. And so what that means is the Chaldeans were known for robbing people. And so this is a crime against against the people, right? Everybody knew this was against the law. You shouldn't steal from somebody else. So this first woe has to do with their stealing and their crimes against people. In verse 9, where we see the second woe, that second woe is really about how envious they were about people and how much they wanted things for themselves that belonged to others. It says, woe to him who gives evil gain for his house to set his nest on high, to be safe from the reach of harm. What he's saying is those people that say, I want that for myself. I have this greed or this envy within me. So the first woe that we see is really against their crimes and what they did illegally. The second one is because they were greedy people. They just wanted things for themselves. They were so envious and jealous of other people that they would do things. Their behavior would follow after that covetousness or that envy, and they would go out and behave in a manner that was evil against people again. And then he says in verses 12 through 14, the third woe to the people of the Chaldeans. He says, woe to them who builds a town with blood and founds a city on iniquity. Behold, it is not from the Lord of hosts that peoples labor merely for fire and nations weary themselves for nothing. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge and the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. What he's saying in this little passage, in these three verses, this woe is about how cruel they were. Who builds a town with blood? Who builds a town based on the loss and just meanness, the cruelty that they are 
known for as the Chaldean people. Verses 15 through verse 17 is the next woe, the fourth of these woes in a row. There's five of them total. This fourth one is all about drunkenness. He says, Woe to him who makes his neighbors drink. You pour out your wrath and make them drunk in order to gaze at their nakedness. And then he goes on the next couple of verses with a little more explanation of how they are manipulating people when by getting them drunk and doing things to them that are inappropriate. And then he even says in verse number 17 how they would ruin the earth. They would do things that were breaking down nature. They would burn cities down. They would destroy cities and the ground and break it up. And God says, I don't like this. I don't like anything about this. That's another area and reason that I'm going to destroy you. There is another woe that's on you. Making people drunk, using alcohol in such a way that breaks people down and destroys life. It says, you will have your fill of shame instead of glory. Drink and show your uncircumcision. The cup of the Lord's right hand will come against you, and utter shame will come upon your glory. What he's explaining to those people is, whenever you use alcohol, whenever you get drunk, whenever you cause other people to get drunk, it's dangerous, it's awful, and I hate it. That's what God is saying. And as he's wrapping up this piece of the woes, he starts in verse number 18, verses 18 through 20. He gives the last woe, the fifth woe to the people. And he starts this one out a little bit differently. He doesn't start this one out with a woe. In fact, he says that in verse number 19. So this first verse, 18, sets up the last woe. And it says, what profit is an idol when its maker has shaped it? A metal image, a teacher of lies, for its maker trusts his own creation when he makes speechless idols. Do you hear the way he says this in verse 18? He says, what profit is an idol whenever somebody made it? Somebody created something. They shaped it. They formed it. And now he turns and worships it. That doesn't even make sense. The maker obviously had more intelligence than the object being made. So then in verse 19, after he explains that, he says, Woe to him who says to a wooden thing, Awake, to a silent stone, Arise. Can this teach? Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver, and there's no breath in it at all. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. This last woe has to deal with idols. And whenever we decide to, we make something or something is created and we worship the created thing more than we worship the creator. God is giving us this last and final woe to the Chaldeans so that we understand and see our God has breath. Those things that are made, those things that are shaped and formed don't even have breath in them. We can take heart today. The Lord is holy and he is in his holy temple. These five woes, you may say, it's hard to find a new mercy in any of this today. (laughs) Verse number 20 is your new mercy, but the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. The Lord is real. He is true. He is the maker. We are worshiping the maker, the creator, the one who has the highest of the intelligence, the one who is the almighty, the all-powerful, the all-knowing. We worship that great God. But these other woes, I just want you to be mindful today. We need to take a look into our lives and see where we are in our relationship with God. And if we have any of these areas that we are committing crimes against people or 
being evil against people or being jealous against people or about what other people have or being just cruel, just cruel like the Chaldeans were, and they would use and abuse people or being drunkards that go out and do things that are manipulative with alcohol and we use it to our advantage rather than using our lives to glorify and honor the Lord. And then the last woe being that of idols and worshiping false gods. We need to check ourselves and see where we're spending our time, where we're spending our money, where we're spending our worship so that we know we are doing it in the right manner to the right person. Our worship should be directed to the maker, not those things that are made. So today, do a quick little survey in your life. In those five areas of these five woes to the Chaldeans, how are you doing in those areas? Are you cruel to people? Are you committing crimes? Are you out of line in any of those areas? If so, fix it today. Just make better decisions today. Follow after the Lord today so that we can be found faithful, worshiping the right God. 